I'm Mike Sharman with Share Healthcare, and we're here at Homesteaders of America. We're in Front Royal, Virginia, where yesterday it was warm and today it's not. Yesterday it was calm and today it's not. But you know, we have a whole lot of warm-hearted and kind people here. We have probably about 5,000 attendees and a lot of exhibitors or vendees here. Uh, and, and so today we, we have one of those that's with God's Good Table. And, and why don't you introduce yourself and tell folks what God's Good Table is about. Sure. So I'm Maureen Diaz. My daughter Erin and I founded God's Good Table back in the middle of the pandemic when everyone was finally beginning, I think, to waken up to the idea of that maybe shots and medical intervention were not really the, the key to overcoming health problems. My background is, first of all, I'm a mom to nine wonderful kids. I've always been very interested in nutrition and human health after watching my mother grow, uh, as I was growing up, having major health problems until she changed her diet when I was maybe 12 or so. And she overcame all of her major health challenges just with diet and lost the equivalent of me at the time in, in weight. Um, and so that stuck with me. As a young mom and wife, I knew that there was a better way of feeding my family than off the shelves of the grocery store. And of course, I didn't have a lot of information. There was not the internet, and there were not that many books out there even. But I started to research actively for several years and eventually came to information from the Weston A. Price Foundation. I read the Nourishing Traditions cookbook, which is really kind of a Bible of nutrition. And that heavily influenced me. And for the first time, it really made sense. There was something about nutrition and health that actually made total sense. And so I ran with that. But over the years, as that information had a very positive impact on my own family, I was watching the Christian community at large struggling with major health issues and talking about biblical principles for everything but our body is the temple. Our body is the temple of God. What we should be putting into All it, how to in moderation. Yes. And so the prayer lists were constantly growing. And as I wrote about in an article titled, um, Why Don't They Get It? I wrote it many years ago, but it's on our website. Um, I was really frustrated that people's solution was always, what does the doctor have to say? What prescription do they need or procedure should they have done in order to overcome? Right when I kept seeing that the answers were really in the Bible. Having symptomatic treatment rather than treating the real problem or the real issue or the, perhaps the real attitude. And yes, all of that. If we don't get to the core issues, what is actually making us sick, as well as what is our body lacking to keep us strong, if, we don't, if all we're doing is masking symptoms, then we can never really be healthy. And for instance, cancer isn't a result of lack of chemotherapy. It's a symptom of a body that's very much out of balance, usually overloaded with toxins and the inability to handle all, all of those things. Everything, diabetes, autism, 
heart disease, all of that is not due to lack of pharmaceuticals. You know, I was looking at the um, root words that are we have in the scripture, and, and peace, the, one of the root words for that is the unity of all the parts. So when we have all the unity of all the parts, the completion, the unity and completion of all the parts, then we have peace. That's and right. So that's what prompted me to say this. That's what you're saying is our body, we need to have the unity of all those parts working together, not the parts warring with one another, which is what happens with cancer or other things like that. That's absolutely correct. And even peace as an emotional or mental issue, is still also typically related to what we're putting into our bodies. Right. What we're putting into our minds as well, and a lot of it is beyond our control if we're a child and we're being traumatized or abused. Or given ice cream before bedtime. Thank you, yeah. Because that'll yeah. change our attitude, that'll change what's going on in our mind and our body right then. Exactly. And for a couple of years, I taught in a, in a Christian school setting um, one of the things that I taught was health, uh, but I was primarily teaching language arts and um, English grammar to uh, middle schoolers and high schoolers. But in that setting, I observed these kids who just, many of them could not function. Their brains weren't working right. In, in one instance, the child was either climbing the walls uncontrollably or he was sound asleep on his desk. He was on medication all the time. And these kids were eating Skittles and drinking sodas every day. They, their brains can't function and their bodies were suffering. And I would talk to the administrator about this and, you know, can we, can we just talk about this? Let's not have soda machines and candy machines. Let's address what kids need so that they can sit still, pay attention. And I don't think kids should have to sit still for eight hours right, a day right. either. Um, actually, I would get mine up and outside. So you would, you, all that past self-education and the experience you had culminated there during the pandemic and you'd launched something, which was a time that most other, many other people were closing things down. Yes. So what, what was the exact impetus for that? Well, again, I have nine children. This kind of thing was weighing heavily on my heart for many years, but I was very busy. We homesteaded, raised most of our own food. My youngest kids were getting older and I was less stressed and feeling like maybe now we can do something about this. And so I talked to my friend Joel Salatin in late 2020. I told him what I'd been thinking about for years and I said, what do you think? Do you think that we can do something? And with his enthusiastic support, um, I, I started to put something together with my daughter and it's expanded and now we're at, at a point where we're ready to really just run and explode and that's what we want. But it was that late 2020 uh, many people waking up right. and then the support of Joel who said well someone several years ago or several someone's had tried to put something like that together and it just flopped but now now is the time he agreed that now is probably the time so 
we started to put together a, a we decided not to do a nonprofit because nonprofits keep you kind of bound. You have to be careful about what you say and what you do, and if you change focus or change in any way, um, it's very difficult. So Joel encouraged me to put together a company, which I did, and it allows us the freedom to say and do what we want. Um, we're certainly not making any money at this point, and that's okay. Right. But um, you're a nonprofit, but not uh, intentionally at this time. We're a nonprofit at heart, anyway, right. and at this time, there's definitely no profit. We're just trying to, you know, keep the doors open and grow, and which we're doing. So we're focused on. Um, online courses and classes, articles and books. I'm trying to get a book written. Like I said, it's um, a little windy today. A little windy. And we're doing live events, conferences, which we had our first at Polyface, yep. as you know. Um, and that was just a beautiful experience, a very moving, wonderful event. So we're looking forward to doing a couple more next year, including Polyface in August. So we can be planning right, on planning, that again. Right. That's 2023. Yep. And we're planning on doing a uh, food as medicine event in Tennessee next year as well. And and more. So I do some so how consulting. How do people, uh, do you have a website, Facebook, how do they get a hold of y'all or see what you're doing? The main way, of course, is to go to our website, which is www.godsgoodtable.com. For people who have questions, you can contact us at hello at godsgoodtable.com. Let me just ask, does God's have the apostrophe between D and S? No apostrophe. Okay, so God's no caps, all, all lowercase, godsgoodtable.com. We are putting together a membership platform so that for a, uh, and we're restructuring this, but uh, for a small fee, either monthly or annually, you can have access to all of our classes and all of our information and also direct access to us. We have an email platform. Um, just a lot of ways that we can interact and we have a lot of content that we we have ready to put out there and a lot more that we're filming. We are doing podcasts. Um, we're behind at the moment, but we have several more coming out soon. And so far our podcasts have been very well received and I've been really happy with them. We've interviewed quite a few really interesting people and been able to get a lot of good information out that way. So we're looking forward to growing that and continuing. So would your next live event be the one in Tennessee that you just mentioned? I think the next one will probably be Tennessee in the spring. We have not scheduled it yet. I have a location uh, that I'm excited about. Um, and there are many doctors and practitioners in that part of the country that, that I know and respect and admire. So we're going to pull them together and do this event. It will probably be in May or June of 2023. So just be watching. But in between, people can go on to godsgoodtable.com. Yes. And you'll have the various resources and your content there. Yes. And I assume your content would be, you know, information about what things are good, what things aren't, maybe recipes, things of that nature. We're trying to put out weekly recipes. We have quite a few up already. I'll be putting out an ebook very soon. We we put out an ebook with holiday recipes last last season, so we'll do that again. Um, and yes, all of our podcasts, all of the information about any events where we're either speaking and and uh, presenting, or that we're hosting. 
will be there. So we will get dates finalized for Tennessee and Polyface. Polyface is, I think, the second week of August. Um, this year we did nose to tail nutrition. Right. I haven't decided yet what the theme will be. But the overarching theme is that um, we need to go back to scripture. Scripture, God tells us how to farm, how to raise food, what foods we need to eat, how to care for our animals, how to slaughter our animals, how to prepare our foods. It's all there. And if we follow those principles, then it allows us to be strong and healthy and produce healthier generations, just like you know, God gave those laws to the Israelites because they needed to be strong. Um, and then that will help us also to carry on and do all of the other things that we need to be doing. Right, so that our body's at, at peace with itself and unity with all of its parts. That's right. Well, Maureen, thank you of God's Good Table. Thank you so much, appreciate it. And I hope you can stay warm here today for the rest of the day. I hope so too. Thank, <laughs> Thank you. you.